Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is what is an S-Corp and should I become one in 2023? And S-Corps are something that we talk a lot about here on the podcast, something that we especially like to talk about to business owners about ways to save taxes. And we kind of call an S-Corp sometimes part of that foundation finding of your business. We also want to be ensure that everyone knows what an S-Corp is prior to ever getting themselves into it. Because an S-corporation is not perfect for everybody. It's not a situation that everybody should be in at the beginning. And so we want to kind of talk through that. Now, we did an entire series about S-corporations a little bit while ago. We call it our Everything You Need to Know About S-corp series. So if you are interested in learning more about S-corporations, you listen to what we say here today and like, I need more of this. I want more information about this. Definitely check out that series because we dig so much deeper into S-corporations. So if you want to learn more about that, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash S-corp. And as part of that kind of full series on everything you need to know about S-corporations, we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about what is an S-corporation, when should you or should you not become an S-corporation. We talk about pass-through entities and what is an LLC and how is that different from an S-corporation. We talk about you know what is an S-corporation, should you elect to be one, how do you elect to be one, what are the requirements for an S-corporation, how do you actually set up an S-corporation. We talk about this reasonable compensation for S-corporation owners and, and, and what that means. And then we also kind of finalize that series with, okay, you are an S-corporation now. What does that mean? You know, what do you need to do to maintain that? What does that look like? So again, we did a full series on this today. We're just going to be getting kind of highlights, kind of a revisit of all those things. But if you, I definitely recommend you check out that full series if what we talk about today interests you. Again, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash S-corporation. Now, again, today we're going to talk about what is an S-corporation and should you potentially look at one for 2023. And to kind of start this off, I just want to talk about a couple different entity types. We have what we call sole proprietorship, uh, a single member LLC, a multi-member LLC, partnerships, S-corporations, and C-corporations. Sole proprietorships, single-member LCs, multi-member LCs, S-corporations are all what we call flow-through entities or pass-through entities. And basically what that means is that even if it's a separate business return, in the case for a partnership or an S-corporation, that income all flows through to you personally. And you pay taxes on the income from your business at a personal level. So those are all what we call pass-through entities. Now, what would not be considered a pass-through entity is a C-corporation. A C-corporation, you pay corporate tax on the income at the corporate level, and then if you have any kind of income, W-2 distributions, whatever, then it gets taxed again at your personal level. So a C-corporation is not a flow-through entity. A single-member LC, a sole proprietorship, a multi-member LC, a partnership, an S-corporation, those are all what we call pass-through entities. The income from those you pay on your personal return. There might be a separate business tax return that we're filing, but all that income, the taxes that you pay on the income from that business is all done at the personal level. No corporate taxes per se. 
So let's talk about that S-Corp election. And I want to also mention that the S-Corp is simply a tax election. It is not an entity type. We're just electing for an LLC that we already have set up or a C-Corporation that we already have set up. We're electing for that entity to be taxed as an S-Corporation. And so let's look, why would somebody want to be an S-Corporation? What is the big thing about S-Corporation? And really, the main reason for an S-Corporation is to help lower the amount of self-employment taxes you pay. And we've talked about in previous episodes, especially this year, we've talked about different types of tax and how your income is taxed. And you know that if you're a sole proprietorship or a single member LC, you pay your normal income tax rate on the income or profit of your business. And then you also pay self-employment taxes on 100% of that income. And so when we look at, should we be an S corporation or why would somebody want to be an S corporation? The main reason is we want to eliminate or minimize the amount of self-employment taxes that we pay. And so in order to be an S corporation or in order to elect S corp status, you need to have an LLC or a corporation set up. So we need to have an LLC started or a corporation set up. And then we're just simply filing a form and electing for that entity to be taxed as an S corporation. So let's imagine you're an LLC. You're still going to be an LLC. You're still going to have the same name. You're just electing for that LLC to now be taxed as an S corporation. So hopefully that that makes sense. Now, what I want to talk about is kind of giving you examples of what does the savings around the S corporation, how does that make sense? And so if you're set up as a single member LLC or a sole proprietorship, you file your tax return on a schedule C on your personal tax return and you pay your normal income tax rate as well as over and above your normal income tax rate, self-employment taxes and self-employment taxes is roughly 15%. So as an example, let's imagine that your business profits $80,000. You're paying your normal income tax rate, whatever that might be in whatever bracket you're in. And you're also paying over $12,000 in self-employment taxes on that full $80,000 that you made. And so in that situation, we're going to say, okay, does an S-corporation make sense? Is an S-corporation something that we might want to do? And so we typically say, when does an S-corp make sense? Once your business starts to profit about $40,000 to $50,000 per year, and you expect that profit to continue at that level. So how does an S-corporation work? Again, we elect for our LLC to be taxed, as an S corporation, and that comes with it two requirements. We need to take a reasonable salary as an owner of the business. So a reasonable salary based on the type of work we're doing, the IRS requires with an S corporation that you pay yourself a W-2 salary. You're an employee of your company and you have to take a reasonable salary for the work that you're doing. The rest of the income you take is an owner's draw or a distribution. So with just a single member LLC, no S corporation, you just take owner draws and you pay taxes on the profit of your business. Those owner draws are not expenses to your business. You pay self-employment taxes on 100% of your income if you're a single member LLC, sole proprietorship. If you're an S corporation, you only pay self-employment taxes on that reasonable salary portion that you take as an owner of the company. Now, they don't call it self-employment taxes, but it's essentially the same thing. It's FICA taxes that you're paying as an employee and FICA taxes that you're matching as an employer, which adds up to that same self-employment tax amount. So with an S corporation, we take your income, that $80,000 that we've been using in this example, and we split it into two pieces. The reasonable salary piece, and you're paying 
self-employment taxes essentially on that reasonable salary portion, but any income over and above that reasonable salary, we're not paying self-employment taxes. We're avoiding self-employment taxes on that amount. And that is the beauty. That is the magic. That is where you save money and taxes by utilizing an S corporation. So let's go through a quick example. Let's assume that your business profits $80,000. You know, we always we already kind of talked about this. If you're set up as a single member LLC, set up as a sole proprietorship, you're paying roughly $12,000 in self-employment taxes on that $80,000 of income. But now let's pretend that you elected to be taxed as an S corporation. Now we're an S corporation, we need to take need to take a reasonable salary. Let's determine that a reasonable salary for the work you're doing, what you're doing for your business and and your area. Let's determine a reasonable salary is $36,000 as an example. So of that 80, 36,000, we're going to take as a reasonable salary and we're going to pay self-employment taxes on that 36,000. But the remaining 44,000, 80 minus 36, the remaining $44,000, we're avoiding self-employment taxes on. And so simply by taking that same business and electing S-corp status, paying ourselves a reasonable salary, we're avoiding self-employment taxes on $44,000. That's over $5,000 in tax savings in year one. Now, what the beauty behind an S-corporation is not only do you get the savings in year one, but you get in year two, three, four, and everywhere beyond that. So that is the beauty behind the self behind the S corporation, is we're lowering or, or minimizing the amount that we pay in self employment taxes because instead of paying it on one hundred percent of the income of our business, now we're only paying it on the salary portion, that reasonable salary that we're taking within our S corporation, and we're avoiding self employment taxes on anything, any income from the business over and above our reasonable salary. Now, some people might say, well, Mike why don't I just take a very small or a thousand dollar salary or no salary? And it's because the IRS requires that you take a reasonable salary. So a salary is required. Otherwise, yeah, everyone would take no salary, avoid self-employment taxes entirely, but that's not allowed by the IRS. We need to take a reasonable salary based on the work that we're doing. So let's look at some of the downsides of an S corporation. One, You have to run payroll to yourself. You have to run W-2 payroll to yourself as the owner of the business, that reasonable salary, and that costs money. You know, we highly recommend that you utilize some type of payroll software. Our favorite to use that we always recommend is Gusto. So we always recommend that you use some type of payroll software to handle that reasonable salary for your business. And so that costs money. Now, if you already have other employees outside of yourself as the owner, adding an employee is is very minimal. So if that's the case, this this cost of having to pay yourself W-2 salary is very minimal. The other major downside is that now that you're an S-corporation, you have a separate business tax return, which is a little bit more complex. There's a little bit more to it. The prep cost for it, it's going to be an additional charge, and that costs a little money. So the reason that we say, when does an S-corporation generally stating make sense? Once you hit profit of about $50,000, to $50,000 per year, that's when an S-corporation makes sense. The reason we say that is because if you're under that amount, some of those costs, that cost of payroll, that cost of that separate business tax return might eat into some of the savings that you're going to get from it. So we want to make sure that we're not rushing into this, but we also want to make sure that when it makes sense that you're set up, that you're ready for it, and that the opportunities are available there for you. Now, the other thing, 
that I mentioned at the beginning is that in order to be an S corporation, you need to have an LLC set up or a C corporation set up. And that part is very, very important because I've had so many people come to me, business owners come to me mid-year that say, hey, Mike, business is taking off. We're doing really well. What are some things we can do here? And we talk about the S corporation. I say, well, I'm operating as a sole proprietorship. I didn't set an LLC up. I didn't, I didn't set a corporation up or anything like that. And I said, well, there's nothing we cannot elect S corp status if you don't have that entity set up. So we can set up an entity today and then anything from today forward, we can take care of with an S corporation, but anything prior, we can't. And so that is one reason that I highly recommend people when they're starting their business, get an entity set up. Even if you're not electing S corporation status right away, you have that entity set up so that, hey, if business takes off when you're maybe not expecting it, you have the ability to go back to the beginning of the year backdate your S-Corp election and be able to do an S-Corporation all year long on that income. Or if you don't have an entity set up, we can't do that. We can only start once that entity is set up, forward would be our opportunity for an S-Corporation. So that's something that we want you to be considering, something we want you to think about. So that in general, in a very quick rundown, is the idea of an S-Corporation. We love the S corporation because it gives us the opportunity to minimize the amount in self-employment taxes that we pay. Now, an S corporation is not for everybody. An S corporation is not available for everyone. That's why I highly recommend you check out our website or our previous episodes. We talk about different pieces of the S corporation. When does an S corporation make sense or not for you? Because that's going to give some details of, hey, are you ready? Do you even qualify? Does it make sense for you? And gives you some reasons also on why you might not want to do an S corporation or different unique situations on where an S corporation may not make sense in your situation. But for the vast majority of small business owners that we talk to, Small business owners that are making $40,000, $50,000 or more, and they expect that income to continue into the future, an S-corporation is just one step in that tax planning journey. We also call, kind of call this the foundation. We start with that S-corporation and just build strategies up and above that if you're at that income level and if it makes sense to you. So again, I highly recommend you check out our series, Everything You Need to Know about S corporations, you can go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash S corporation. And again, the topics that we discuss in that entire series is what is an S corporation? When should you or should you not be an S corporation? That's important to you. When should you not be an S corporation? We talk about what is a pass-through entity? What is an LLC? And how is that different from an S corporation? We talk about the requirements for an S-corporation and how you actually set one up, how you elect that S-corp status. We talk about what is a reasonable compensation for an S-corporation owner. And we also talk about, okay, now we are an S-corporation. We've set everything up. Now what do you do? What are some things that you need to do from a maintenance standpoint to maintain that? So we talk about all that in our series. Again, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash S-corporation. The purpose of this episode is I just want to bring awareness around the S corporation and why it might be something that makes sense for you here in 2023. We can still backdate an S corporation election. We can do a late election, backdate it to January 1st, 2023, and get S corp status all year long. So again, quick summary, the S corp is simply a tax election. We're taking an LLC or a corporation that you already have set up and we're electing for it to be taxed as an S corporation. 
Why does an S-Corp make sense? Because it helps eliminate or or minimize the amount we pay in self-employment taxes. If you're set up as a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC, you're going to pay self-employment taxes on 100% of your business income. And that self-employment tax is over and above your regular, normal, ordinary income tax rate. So you're paying your normal, ordinary income tax rate plus self-employment taxes on 100% of your income. If you elect to be taxed as an S-corporation, we're splitting your income into two pieces. Salary, W-2 payroll, where you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary for the work you're doing in your business. And then the remaining amount, any income you make over and above that reasonable salary is taken as an owner's draw or distribution. That salary you take as a W-2 reasonable salary owner of the business of an S-corporation gets hit with self-employment taxes, but that income over and above you avoid self-employment taxes on. So again, the quick example we used, let's imagine you're making $80,000 a year in profit. Let's say a reasonable salary on that's $36,000. We're paying self-employment taxes on $36,000, but we're avoiding self-employment taxes on the remaining $44,000. And that leads to tax savings of roughly $5,000. Again, more than $5,000. And again, that's just in year one. Year two, year three, year four, you're seeing those same exact savings. So this can really snowball into a lot of tax savings. Couple downsides of an S corporation, you need to pay yourself payroll. You need to run W 2 payroll to yourself. If you have employees, not a big deal. If you're the first employee of this business now, that costs some money to run payroll. We recommend using a software for that. The other downside is you have a more complex business tax return, which is going to have some costs with it. So we typically say S corporations start to make sense once you have forty dollars to $50,000 or more in profit. So Hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully this opened up the door. I want to do this this time of the year because we still have plenty of time to get that S-Corp set up. If you already have the entity ready, we can backdate it to January 1st, 2023. So I just want to make you aware of kind of the options available to you. And if you're like, yep, S-Corp sounds like exactly what I need in my business, I definitely recommend you checking out our full series that we talk about everything you need to know about S-Corporations. Again, a bunch of different topics within that series that we've done on previous episodes. We have blog posts on, we have videos on. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash S-Corp. I want to thank you for listening to another S-Corporation or another, another episode. And I hope that this was super helpful. And hey, maybe an S-Corporation makes sense to you. Maybe not. But either way, I hope this information helped you make that decision or help guide you in the direction that you need to go. Thanks for listening to another episode. And I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.